Welcome to another episode of the Speak the Language podcast. Turkey season is in full swing, at least in the state of Mississippi, and by the time this episode airs, it'll also be in in Alabama. And Georgia, too, yeah. right? In Georgia, open Al- Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, I believe. Cool. And then uh, next weekend, I think Tennessee. Yeah. So, yeah, Tennessee opens April 4th, I think. Oh. I think so. Um, I was talking to Gary Stanton a few weeks ago. He was talking about Tennessee turkey season. But anyhow, um, so before we get into this episode, this is going to be a pretty interesting episode. There's some it's – a, it's a roller coaster. But uh, four things we need to talk about is the product bundles at primos.com, specifically the Better and Bottomland bundle. Bottomland. Bottomland. You get the uh, you get the bottomland mouth yelpers. You get the bottom the uh, foggy bottom box call. Got the bottomland on top, and you get bottomland mask. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about mossy oak camouflage bottomland. Yeah, that is I, on these calls. I just assume that every turkey hunter knows what bottomland is. Well, we got some new people tuning in every yeah, week. I hope. Yeah, yeah it's just it, well, if you are new to turkey hunting, or if you don't know what mossy oak bottomland is, you need to. Yeah, you need to. Um, so yeah, primos.com, product bundle, the better and bottomland bundle, uh, is one you need to look at. Also, the Primos Custom Meal Shop, still shelling out custom box calls, yep. and uh, pretty East, pretty e- incredible. Easter is coming, so I mean, you know, Easter Bunny brings gifts. <laughs> you can order an Easter Bunny box call and give it to your husband or wife, yeah. or kids, or grandkids, or whoever. Mm-hmm. Your best friend. He killed him a turkey. Like, I've got one on the way for the lake. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, check those things out. And lastly, if you can, take a little time. I mean, it's, the whole thing will probably take you – it'll take you less than two minutes. Just go to iTunes, find the Primo's Hunting Speak the Language podcast page, give us a five-star review, unless you don't, unless you don't feel we deserve it. I'll settle for a four, but I would much rather a five. And then write us a little review, and that's all you got to do. Yeah. You can say, these guys need to talk more clear. These guys, something, whatever. <laughs> something, something. Um, and as then long as you write something, hit enter. Something that we're going to start, I'm, and like I said, I'm, I'm not 100% sure how I'm going to go about doing it yet. Uh, I'm planning on figuring that out in this next week, and I'll put it out on our Instagram and Facebook page so, so you all can know what to do. We're going to start adding an element to this podcast throughout the rest of spring turkey season where it's like a turkey activity update, you know, and it'll be regional-based. I think we're just going to try to get folks to send us in reports of what they're seeing, you yeah. know, as far as gobble reports. Are you talking about regional, regional as in different parts of different states or like southeast, what? Um, I mean, it, in a perfect world, we could get very detailed. Like, I'd like to be able to go – south mississippi north mississippi you know west alabama east alabama yeah but you know like i said we're, we're taking a shot at this we'll see what we can do i just want to the, the way i've seen it and the a lot of the interaction i get from folks that listen to it uh i want to make this as helpful as possible you know yeah, so mean, and i think that would be helpful you know because we have a, which a, a lot of our listeners are um definitely helpful i mean i stay on my phone asking everybody i know what turkeys are doing right what right. are they seeing what are they hearing not because I want to come hunt their turkeys. I want to base it off what my turkeys are doing. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so that that was the whole the whole idea is it basically turned this podcast into one big group text message. Yeah. So like, what are y'all seeing? This is what's going on. Uh, I think it. I think that'd be good. Yeah, and so I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. I put a feeler out on my Instagram page yesterday, and everyone was like, "Yeah, do that." That we want to we want to hear that. So that'll be something we'll start next Monday. I can speak right now to turkey activity we've seen around here, and y'all can. You know, I don't know how helpful that would be to anyone that's not hunting turkeys in the state of Mississippi or central Mississippi um, or uh. somewhat south Mississippi. But um, so, yeah, and without further notice, we'll dive straight into the show from there. Um, where to begin, Jordan? Let's the, see. Last time we talked on here, it was Sunday and I had just killed a turkey and it correct. was fixing to be your turn behind the gun. Yeah. And it's been, <sighs> it has been an eventful week, man. Yeah. It has been an eventful week. We have been in more turkeys for the first week of season than I have in a while. Yeah. It's been fun. Yes. D- despite some of the mishaps that we have, that I have had, uh, that we have had, that I have had. Yeah. It has been I can I so I was I was talking to my dad last night on the phone. I said I said pop, I can't complain. I said cuz it, it has been as far as just getting into turkeys and getting to do what makes turkey hunting fun, what makes it as addicting as it is, that's been it's pretty much been non-stop yep, since to, since it started. We hadn't got to hunt as much as normal cuz we've been editing for the Truth web series. Yeah. But we have been in turkeys every morning yeah which shameless plug the web series started this past tuesday uh please go watch it because we are working very hard working very hard on and i'm happy with it man you know it's because one of the there's a lot of factors that went into why we started doing this web series uh you know time sensitive material wanted to be more relevant that way but then another thing was you know we're doing television shows it's not like we're trying to cut stuff out. You have to. You have yeah. time constraints. Here's the deal. TV has 22 minutes and some change. That's it. That's all they will let us put on there. So when we have these shows, Troy and Slade sometimes will finish a show and pull the line out, and it's 48 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And we can't. We have to cut that down to 22 minutes or the Outdoor Channel won't air it. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't like to, but that's just part of what we have to do to be on TV. But now we don't have to do that. Not with this web series. Like I said, we'll still have our show on Outdoor Channel. Yeah. Don't anyone think that's going away. But something extra with this web series is there. I mean, we have no time constraints there. We can show everything that happened from top to bottom, and that's what we've been doing. And that is the beautiful part of a turkey hunt because a lot of times they do not happen in two hours much less yeah. 22 minutes yeah. for one hunt you know so so yeah check those out like that we've got the first two episodes out now we put one out on tuesday we put one out on thursday regularly you can expect one every tuesday yep but if um, we have bonus stuff they'll be out sometime between tuesday and tuesday right so next tuesday we'll have another episode out um and those are available at primos.com yep um so yeah diving straight into when i started hunting monday morning monday morning um to set this up um like i said i this is the property that i had gone and scouted before the season started uh i had found turkeys uh and was excited about my chances there this is the turkeys if y'all listened to last week's episode this is the turkeys that we uh made the decision to leave correct 
Correct. To go hunt the place we can hear at on the weekends. Right, right, right. Uh, and so Monday morning, we're like, all right, let's go after them. And I think, not, not, not I think, I know that hunt, unbeknownst to me, that hunt was dead in the water before I even left my house Monday morning. <laughs> and like I said, well, and here's, here's the thing. And like I said, I'm, I'm going to, I've always been, tried to be brutally honest on this podcast. Yeah. I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect. I've screwed up. I'll screw up again. I'm not even a good turkey hunter. I just <laughs> like you always say, I, you like to go a lot. That's what I tell everyone. I said, I never told anyone that's good. I, mean, if I just you, like to go a whole lot. If you go every day or as much as you can, eventually you're going to dumb into one. <laughs> and that's what we've been doing. So uh, I found these turkey. This well, At the time, I knew of one turkey. Uh, I found this turkey. He was hanging out. Uh, what I thought to be there, so there's a big uh, cut over, clear cut, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there's a road that runs all the way through it, and on the north side of it, there's some big timber along a ridge. Little, uh, so little old creek draw, and then a ridge behind it. Right. And um, so I knew they were around there, and the time that I heard the turkey gobble, I believed him to be in the big timber on the ridge. And there's a lot of factors that lead into this screw up, and so but and he was on the ground when you heard him. Correct. Going. Yes. And uh, I've said before, I've said it again. I'm bad about miscoursing turkeys. I may have miscoursed him. Who knows? At this point, it doesn't matter. But when I say I killed the hunt before it happened, I'd seen a spot in that cutover in the road where there was turkey sign galore. I knew if I would just go plant my stake right there, if we would just go set up right there, the chances of us you know having a chance at that turkey you're pretty good granted we found out later they'd been going another direction in the morning i still think we could have got a shot there to just been later on um, instead of first light but anyhow we wouldn't have screwed up like we did screw up i made the decision because i thought we might be pressed for time and honestly i just honestly as i was thinking i was like you know the footage from a turkey hunt um would be better if i can kill that turkey in the timber rather than that cutover mm-hmm and that was a fatal mistake. Yeah. We, uh, all, we all want to kill turkeys in the big timber. Yeah. Um, and it just s- seemed like they're a little more pretty coming through there. Yeah. And and, I, and so this is what I'll say. Because here's what I'll, I'll say what happened, and then I'll go. I'll pick apart all the mistakes I made. So we go in there that morning. I hoot. I don't hear anything gobbling. And so I just make up my mind that that turkey is in that big timber. So we start walking through the cutover up the road and then the road uh kind of played out and you have to like walk through the cutover a little bit to get to the timber and the whole time i'm going like jordan's going are you sure he's not on the edge i'm going no i'm i said i said it's an educated guess but i'm pretty sure he's in that timber pretty sure well i was wrong <laughs> i was flat wrong not i could not have you are you are a good turkey guy. You put us close to him. I could I could not have been more wrong. I, mean, I walked to the edge of that big timber. I hooted, and the turkey gobbles, and he's sixty yards away in the tree. At best, he's sixty. At best, <laughs> maybe forty. I mean, I about swallowed my tongue. <laughs> like I, said, I mean, I felt. You want to talk about feeling dumb? I felt dumb. Like I felt fifty shades of dumb. I said boy you know better than to do this we've all been there uh and so needless you're, you're to say you're just there a little more than most of us <laughs> just kidding needless to say that was blown he flew out of the tree and i wanted to 
dig a hole in that cut over and crawl in it you know yeah um and it's it's so i wanted to dig a hole and put you in it i'm sure you did uh (laughs) so here's the mistakes i made piece by piece for one i learned a long time ago we talked about this if you got a gut feeling if you'd found what i had found heard the turkey seeing all that sign you know that's a good spot to be in go with plan a go with your gut we've all experienced it enough to know what works and what doesn't work it's just a matter of talking yourself out of it yeah and that's what i did i laid there I, I, I wasn't in bed just for because I texted you about going to the top of the ridge before I got in bed. It was I sometime that evening. I just was thinking it and overanalyzing it, and I made a terrible call, absolutely awful, embarrassed that I did it. But it is what it is. Like I said, ain't no sense in hiding it. We're gonna talk about it on here, and they're gonna see it in this web series show when it airs in a few weeks. Yeah, because <laughs> it's funny. Jordan's actually rolling the camera when I do that. Like I walk up to that edge, and I <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. It was bad. So that was blown. Um, so, Like I said, so second-guessing myself. Uh, and then I think a lot of folks do this when I say this next mistake. I have based hunts or setups on where I want a turkey to be. Yeah. Not where I'm like, not like I've put this work in and going off of what I know, I think he may be here. So I just had a guy DM me on Instagram a minute mm-hmm. ago. He sent me a video clip of uh, some yelping. I think gobbler. I couldn't really hear it that good. But anyway, he uh, he said, what do I need to do to get these turkeys up here? I was like, only thing I could tell him in the situation he was in is that if you're where the turkeys want to be, calling's a whole lot easier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. Yeah. it's uh, it, it, And so I've based whole setups of, like, I want the turkey to come this way. Yeah. Or that hunt right there. I wanted him to be roosted in that timber, and he wasn't. He, yeah. he was not, and I blew him off a limb. I put too much emphasis on that, and it and, killed that hunt. And later, I didn't know this, but later on, we were talking about it. I was like, "Yeah, I mean, in times past where I've hunted cutovers, they've always roosted on the edge." And you're yeah. like, "I ain't never hunted cutovers." I haven't. Yeah, I, I, I've hunted. Uh, well, honestly, what I grew up hunting in, there was very few fields. It was mostly hunting turkeys in timber. Yeah, uh, there'd be food plots, you know. So, and uh so i'd had some and i had some experience hunting in fields later on but cutovers i really never done that much same as a field to me yeah you know it makes sense now yeah lesson learned the hard way uh so anyhow that hunt was done uh but what we did do that day that ended up being good insight is we walked at cut over the top and uh at the top of the cutover pretty much directly across from where those turkeys are roosted at we found more turkey sign and it looked like they were using that end of the road just as much as they were using the fork in the road down at the bottom of the cutover. Um, and so we said, if we come in here the next day, because, you know, even though we spooked these turkeys, it, weren't, it wasn't like we were yelping at them. You know, we thought there's a fair chance they could be right back, not even roosted and, on the edge of the cover, but in the same spot. And they got the brain the size of a walnut. Yeah. You know, yeah, just, I mean, I think, not talking bad about turkeys, but we give them – I'm not going to say too much credit all the time, but I, I think we overestimate their thinking ability. Well, I think we, I think even even if it's not that, I think we try to relate to them as if they think like we would think. Yeah. And they don't. I don't think. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, so even, I know how big my brain is and how much I have to work to try to think. And, oh man, let's <laughs> think about a brain the size of a walnut, golly. So, it can't uh, be thinking that hard. So that sets us up for the next morning and 
this is a painful story to tell. Yeah. For both of us. Uh, so we get the all clear. We're going in there again. This time we know we're going straight there. I mean, like we still might try to out hoot to see if they'll gobble, but we're going right here. You know, we're getting there early enough. We're sitting right there, and we're going to see what happens. And that's that's what we do. It's where and, that cutover makes a power line mm-hmm. full of red clover. And so we get there that morning plenty early. Uh, we walk up the power line because we found out that was a much better access point to access that top road. Get there. Uh, I put out a photo form him and then a killer bee strutter. Uh, we drop back, sit uh, down. Thinking on that was correct. We were thinking if we got in there in the dark, put mm-hmm. the killer bee out, the turkeys can see it from where they're roosted. Right. Yeah, because it was a high point, very visible. Yeah. Uh, and so we thought, and with all that sign right there, like they probably come here and strut and do their thing. The hens come out and eat in that power line at Red Clover. Uh, it just seemed like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And we did not hear the single roost gobble, a single one. But it was so still, we heard turkeys pitch down. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like it came right where they were the day before. Uh, and so we're like, okay, we may be on something here. A minute or two goes by, we can hear a hen start clucking. And she sounds to my right, which is down that down, you know, the cutover, but also could be down the road. But I can't really pinpoint her. Uh, I start clucking and soft yelping back to her. She keeps clucking, and then she goes quiet. Another minute or two goes by. I hear her start clucking again, but she's significantly closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also I thought I heard a turkey d- drum twice. I did too. Well, here's my. I thought I heard it twice, and I said no, because Jordan has good ears. If he'd have heard it, he'd have said something. I hear it the third time, and Jordan goes, I heard a turkey drum. And I go, okay, that is what that is. It's got to be. And so I still, I'm, you know, every, I'm not calling a whole lot, but every now and then I'm just clucking and yelping really soft. And all of a sudden, in the edge of the road, I see a turkey pop out. It's a hen. Mm-hmm. And I tell Jordan. Yeah. Hey, I said, there's a turkey in the road. I hen. never did see her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you know, where we're sitting, like I said, at the, I'm trying to frame this up so y'all can – understand what we're saying we're at the top of this cutover it butts up this power line the road we're sitting on the edge of the road that runs straight through the middle of the cutover that's got a curve in it 60 70 yards down there maybe. right yeah um and the cutover is is not grown up enough where the turkeys won't use it but it's grown up enough to where it's it can be tricky trying to see something yeah unless they're right in the road it's just a lot of slash and yeah. it's got t- topography in it and Unless you're on the right spot, you're not going to be able to see turkeys unless they're 30, 40 yards from right. you. So it's it's tricky, you know, and, and so I catch this hen. She's in the road. Jordan can't see her. And the road also, like I said, dips right there yeah. because I never saw the gobblers enter the road like I saw the hen do. Like I, all I'm, I see, I'm looking at the hen, and then all of a sudden up from that rise, I see two red and white heads. Yeah. And I said, Jordan, gobblers, gobblers. And uh, ended up being – could you ever get the third one on film? Yeah, I got all of them. Yeah. Uh, key point to this. Normally, when we say turkeys, turkeys, I will look out behind the camera yeah. and look at, like, find on my eyes and get on with the camera. My camera's already pointed that way, so I just looked in the viewfinder, and there they are. Right. So, yeah. fo- foreshadowing. Here. Foresh- foreshadowing. Uh, and so, you know, the turkeys, like, the, the for the purposes of the hunt, the third long beard pretty much comes in insignificant because he never does anything. He just kind of stays hung back there. Yeah. The two of them start approaching us, and they're not—they're not 
mean walking really they're not running they're just walking inquisitive at us. inquisitive there's one that's being a sentry he's looking and, and the other one was pacing you know kind of back and forth behind him or side to side behind him popping in the strut every few seconds yeah and they're steady approaching i slide my hand on my gun i'm clicking the safety off because right now they're at 40 yards steady approaching um and they get to what we now know as 31 steps yeah and there i sit and i mean i'm sitting on g and i'm waiting and i'm waiting and i don't know what to do <laughs> neither one of us say anything to each other and, and i'm and i find i said i whispered to jordan i said what do you want me to do and jordan says pull the fan on the decoy and in my head i'm going pull the fan on the decoy <laughs> they're 30 yards away but so what i said before i never looked out from behind the camera yeah when you're looking in a viewfinder of a camera people that have filmed before know what i'm talking about you have no sense of depth perception depth like you have no yeah. idea how, anything, how far anything is yeah so i'm sitting here thinking these turkeys are like at least 70 yards yeah and I have no idea that they're 30. Which is neither why. neither one of us ever asked or told. or I'm, I usually ask. Like, yeah. normally we hunt. I'll say, how far is he? Yeah. Like you say, whatever. And I, in my head, I I thought it was, to, in my mind, I was like, I thought it was obvious that they were 30 yards. <laughs> or I'm just so, you know, and, go, and I'm not wanting to talk a whole lot because it's still and the turkeys are 30 yards. And I'm and so, but there was enough brush and stuff. I'm like, okay. So I mean, I just kind of slide my hand down, try to move the decoy fan. It doesn't really phase them. And they saw movement. So, yeah, and, and they walking and they off. started just kind of easing off. And still, I'm not getting told anything. And I'm like, they're steadily walking away, walking away. And not only are they walking away, but they're drifting to the right side of the road, which is the side of the road that we're on. Yeah. So now there's all that growed up grass and briars and stuff in between us i can't even i'm i'm seeing them and i'm losing them then they're behind stuff well the one i stayed on and the camera you don't ever lose them yeah i mean but well, there's a difference well, of being like four feet apart well you lose the strutter yeah which ended up because when it was confusing because so like i like i stay on i'm walking or no, the turkeys are walking and finally they get to I, I mean they're about 50 yards mm -hmm. and i go do you want i said do you, do you want me to kill them or not and jordan goes y yeah so i raise up and i try and i do my best to shoot one of these turkeys and boom and they fly <laughs> that was that yeah and uh that was fairly frustrating really frustrating <laughs> to say the least i can't say and all the times Jordan and I have hunted, have hunted together and filmed together, that's the first time that's ever happened, that we had a miscommunication fall apart that bad. Yeah, I mean, it was just wasn't meant to be for yeah. all that to happen like that. Yeah, and it was frustrating because, you know, you know, when you're looking at a turkey, two, two, you know, a long beard in the wide open at 30 yards, and then, you know, it just... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's frustrating. Under normal hunts, like we're communicating back and forth. Either I'll ask Lake how far they are, or can you kill them, or he'll ask me, "Are you ready?" One yeah. or two, and none of that. Happened. None of that happened. It just felt. And so now, we have in my, you know, in my mind, I'm just just trying to like pick up the pieces of my shattered pride. You know, I'm like I've 
I, I was so, I was just so disappointed because yeah. I'd found you know I'd found these turkeys I you know I'd, well it's not an easy thing to do to get a Mississippi longbeard in range no it's not easy and then you know we had I'd boogered them the day before and then today we had it right they were there and then just opportunity window just come and gone just gone and now I've shot at them I missed them but I've shot at them so that's not good you know and so I'm just sitting there like what in the world do I do now you know it just just a bummer you know and you were feeling bad too we were like crap man yeah i it mean just, i'm I, it means just as much to me as it does you shooting yeah. you know we all yeah. do that uh so i mean is we're at the point now it's just like it is what it is i don't really know what to do i knew i wasn't ready to i knew i didn't want to hunt anymore that day i was like we're going to the office let's you know, just, yeah. i'm done for the day this is <laughs> yeah we had work to do anyway yeah so that happens and that was on tuesday morning right tuesday uh yeah yeah and so the next two days we kind of we just like all right let's give that spot a break let's just let the turkeys chill out um eat take the pressure off of it yeah i've been scared a couple of days just let them ease back into relaxation Mm-hmm. so then we go with brad to uh, a new place yeah. And have a fun hunt, get on a turkey, nothing. Re- it was it was a place none of us had ever turkey hunted before, so we didn't really know what yeah, we were, we're getting into. Still trying to figure this out, yeah. trying to fill it out. We uh, struck a turkey, but we also figured out real quick there was a hen with him. Uh, she was chatty. He was fairly chatty. Anyway, it didn't play out. Brad had to leave. That was that. Uh, the next day, you went hunting on some public woods. Yeah. And I went and filmed Wilbur, which is always a blast. Yeah, Wilbur and I had a. It was the same place where you filmed that one of his last year, the one that's on YouTube. I couldn't find nobody to go with, so I just went <laughs> scouting, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, so Wilbur and I went. We got on a turkey. Talk about some crazy stuff or just fun stuff that happens in the spring woods. We had a hen. Um, we were on a turkey, and we had a hen come yelping behind us. We were at the top of a ridge. She was at the bottom. She starts yelping at us, looking for us. She ends up flying from the bottom of the ridge and lighting in a tree on the top, just looking on the forest floor, trying to see where that hen was. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shoe, girl. Shoe fly. Yeah. That's what, that's what we should have done because that's what ended up killing that hunt is uh, we started yelping, and she started yelping back, and a turkey answered. And this keeps going on. We're yelping at her. She's yelping at us. He answers again, and he's now about 150 yards, but she leaves that tree and flies straight to him. Mm-hmm. And that was about the end of that. Shoe fly hen. Yeah. Shoe fly hen. Go on, hen. Get out of here. Go the other way. Don't get, go, yeah. don't, don't you get over there by my man. So that was, you know, fun hunt. But then that brings us to today. Yeah. Uh, we have hunted with Will. We have hunted with Brad. We have given that spot of the infamous uh cut over turkey a break for two days uh and everywhere around here in uh was supposed to be kind of crummy weather today uh and so jordan and i were like let's give this one more let's give it another shot and by the way today is friday the 20th yes that's when uh, we're recording this yeah like, let's give this another shot so we get there uh the weather i mean it seems fairly clear I mean, it ended up clouding up quick, but uh, we go kind of to the top of the power line again just if we can see or hear something, and we don't, don't hear anything. I heard, too. You heard, too? Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah. We didn't get that on footage. No, but that's, it still happened. That's how the morning started out. Jordan and I are both walking, and then I don't know what they were. 
Or turkey. I know they were turkeys, but I don't they know. They were heavy sounding turkeys. Yeah. They in a spot they have never been. Yeah. And we were like, Well, that's not how we wanted to start the morning. Yeah. Um, I mean we hadn't we'd hooted one down below them, but we're just trying to get sat down, you know. Yeah, just try to go do the log man and uh see what happens. And they just we're like, they've never roosted there that we know of. Yeah. And we so obviously the day started on a not so great note. Like we just blew our two turkeys off a limb. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, we're dumb again. Y'all win again. So so we sit, you know, we're like, well, we don't know if those were other targets. We don't know. Like, let's just sit here for a while, see what shakes out. Um, and it had broke daylight. It had probably been daylight for 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Goblin Time probably about 6.30ish, 6.35. Yeah. And it was probably, we've been sitting there 45 minutes, probably. Yeah. Um, and the turkey gobbles to our south east mm-hmm. and and that was kind of what I said like Jordan you hear that turkey he said yeah yep and there was no mistaking him he was just far enough where like if you didn't have reinsurance from your buddy you may second guess it but yeah. he was close enough where you knew it was a turkey right and uh it was just like <laughs> and so I'm like Jordan I said Jordan you hear that turkey he said yeah I said well, what direction did you think he was and he pointed the same direction I was thinking I was like alright we got a turkey sits there a little bit longer he gobbles again we're just kind of trying to gaze, sit there long, a little bit longer. He gobbles a third time, and we go, okay, the heck with this. We're going to him. Time to go. So we pick up our stuff, start walking back down. When the bread's hot, take it out of the oven. Do that. You don't want to burn that bread. Don't burn that bread. Don't let it sit. Yeah, mom the meatloaf. Don't burn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we get to, uh, we get out of the power line, back in the road, and we think him to be in a pocket of hardwoods is where we have him guesstimated. My tip of the day, by the way, I'm sorry to interrupt you. you but ain't it, just, it just hit me. Throw that tip in. Don't lose hope when you don't hear one gobble from a tree. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That was like 100% this morning. No turkeys gobbled from a tree, 100%. I haven't heard. That we heard. I haven't heard much roost gobbling at all. I looked at my phone like right around first or second time he gobbled. It was like 7.50. Yeah. Keep Remember, gobbling time's at 6.30. This is an Mm. hour and 20 minutes later. Yeah, we haven't. uh, The only turkey I've heard really (laughs) gobble on the limb was the one you killed. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then that one I shot gobbled that we spooked. Yeah. Other than that, limb gobbling has been just non-existent. Um. So, yeah, we, we cut distance to this turkey. We think he should be 200 or less. Uh, we sit there for a little while, just listen, nothing. I hoot like an owl, nothing. Um, and then Jordan and I, I said, you want me to yelp to him? And, Jordan, you know, you were like, no, I don't I don't really want to do that unless we have to. And the reason we say that is just honestly with all the camera stuff, if you yelp and one gobbles close, it can turn into a cluster really quick. Yeah. Uh, I think I said, let's just sit here a minute and yeah, be quiet. Yeah, which we did. Because he was gobbling on his own. Yeah, know? so which we did. We sat there, and finally Jordan was like, all right, throw a yelp out there, see what it does. So I pulled out my slate call, um, which has done fairly well for me this year as far as getting turkeys to gobble. But I yelped soft, nothing. I think I, you know, clucked and yelped a little bit, nothing. And the last one I cut hard two times and yelped and nothing. Well, it wasn't carrying was yeah. the deal. Yeah, it is very humid today. Yeah, so it was uh, thick air. And so it, Jordan has a tall timber Gabriel box call that is – if everyone that – I feel like everyone that, have, that has turkey hunted for some length will understand this statement. Understand this statement. 
everyone, you either have a call or you have a buddy that has a call that for some reason that particular call, it seems like it can pull a gobble out of a turkey on any day. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. whether no that, matter what the conditions. That box I've got has proven itself I mean, like it, many times. It's something. And so Jordan was like, do you want me, you know, let me try this box call. I said, yes, absolutely try that box call because if anything's going to get this bird to gobble, it's going to be that. And uh, he yelped off twice. What would you do? Uh, yep, just kind of a – a contented assembly mixture. Yeah. Um, five or six notes, kind of soft, not real soft, though. Um, then I clucked, bubble clucked on it best I could. Then I waited a second, and then I did a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. Nothing. Then I went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he cut, and he. Because I was up there standing in front of you doing the Bob Walker radar ear thing yeah. that makes and so when he gobbled he sounded like he was breathing down my neck because you know it inc- helps you hear better uh and i was like good gracious and so immediately you know since he answered like that we're like we don't know if he's going to take a while to come or if he's going to come running in but either way we got to get set up yeah so jordan goes you know we Man, see i was thinking it was going to be one of these deals he gobbles like because it took so much to get it out of yeah i was thinking it was going to be you know we may get one more gobble out of him and it'll just have to move again yeah but you don't ever know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but especially you know well that one, even though it did take a while when he finally did gobble i mean he gobbled hard I yeah mean, he, he was <sighs> he was excited yeah I mean, and that's another thing we were talking about today. Really, I really, really think you do too. That turkeys can control the volume that they gobble. I know they do. And you can tell that intensity. Like when he gobbled, it was like. Yeah, it, it, I have no doubt after today that they can. Yeah. Because, like I said, that the first gobble, he was blowing the doors down, and uh, he's so, like, "I hear you. Shut up." Yeah. So, <laughs> so we pick a point on this road where it corners. Uh, Jordan gets sat down. I put the hen decoy out in the road. I decided not to go with the strutter, just lone hen. Sit down. I cut me some brush. Get sat down. Get situated. Everything's good. I asked Jordan if he's good. He says, yeah. Um, I start clucking, and I yelp with my mouth call. Nothing. Wait a little bit. I yelp again. Nothing. Uh, last time I yelped, just kind of, I just, it wasn't really an aggressive yelp. It just had more volume. You know, just nothing. And Jordan goes, you want me to see if he'll if we can get one with his box again? And I remember I said something like, yeah, might as well. He may be particular to that thing. And so Jordan is sitting directly behind me with the camera. I can hear him reaching for his box call. And then you were like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I can't remember what yeah, you said. But something like that. About right the time you said that, I, I saw it. The turkey steps out in the road. Yeah. There he is. I just happened to be looking in the right spot, and I saw his head pop out thank, of the pine trees. <laughs> thank goodness, yeah. right? Um, so there he is, and he's probably, when we first saw him, he was probably 80, 90 At yards. At least 80. Yeah. This time, my dip perception was not off. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then, honestly, he pretty much set up shop there for a while. Man, he was doing exactly like we talk about with a turkey getting hung up. Yeah. And I, like, I don't think he would have ever came any closer. Mm-mm. It hadn't happened the way it happened. Yeah. We would, I mean, it, he just was strutting back and forth, side to side in that road. He was drunk. You could, if if we were sitting still and the wind wasn't blowing, you could you could hear, you know, the front end of when he would drum. 
Uh, and he was just doing his thing. He could see that hen in the road, and he was like, you come to me. This is how this works. Yeah. You know? Like, I've made myself visible. You come on down here to Papa. And, uh, yeah, that's what he's saying. Uh-huh. Come, to- <laughs> um, come, and so, come see me, baby. And so I would, uh, every now and then I would cluck, and I would yelp soft to him, and you could tell, I mean, that head would change colors. By the end of it, his head was as white as a sheet of paper. Yeah. And uh, he'd spin around, and he'd look and then he'd go back to strutting and i'm like man look mm." and i I did get a little bit antsy there for a second because i wanted to i just wanted to get him so badly i mean when i see it on tv they just come running up there and don't last no time yeah well that's not how it happened (laughs) that i mean that honestly went on for what like 15 minutes at least i think in my clips like 38 minutes long or some stupid amount like that it was a while and you know it just kind of kept doing that i'd softy up and he would he got to the point he would he would gobble i remember and that's why we said after today they could control the volume yeah because then when he gobbled at 80 yards into that road it sounded like he was 200 yards away yeah you know and i mean you know how many times does has this happened when you can't see that turkey yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. like he's out there 80 yards all he's doing is drumming and when he does gobble, he sounds like he's far away. Yeah. You know? Well, I wonder, like, how many times has that happened? You know how you go, he's getting closer, and then he gobbles, and you go, is he farther now? Yeah. You know? How many times has that been the reason for that? Mm-hmm. And you think he's farther, and he's not. He just ain't gobbling as loud. I, he sounded like he was farther than he was when he gobbled the first time. He and did. he had cut 100 yards Legit- off Legitimately did. He sounded farther. Yeah. So it was interesting to see. Um and so this continued on, and he would gobble. But the thing that made the hunt finally come together is one time I yelped, and about at my 5 o'clock, between 4 and 5 o'clock, a hen started yelping. Mm-hmm. So kind of diagonaled back off my right shoulder, if y'all don't know where 4 or 5 o'clock is. <laughs> uh, so she starts yelping, and I start yelping at her. He starts gobbling a little bit more, and he's he is closed some distance at this point. He may be seventy-ish, you know. Yeah. Uh, but still, just very content where he is. I mean, the whole time he's out there, he is taking like one step to us every couple of minutes. So he is gaining a little ground, but not fast at all. Yeah. Kind of like watching paint dry. And uh, like the whole time, like I was like, he may finally break and come, or he may finally just walk off yeah. and go. You know. You don't ever know. You don't ever know. And so there was at one point, you know, I got to give Jordan credit for this because he could I, he could probably hear it in my voice. I was starting to get antsy on you know whether or not he would come or not, and Jordan was like hey he's whispering obviously but he's like hey if it happens it happens if it don't just enjoy it and i was like you know what you're right because in, in in the middle we and him had like a little conversation in the middle of this because he was out there strutting we were watching him we're like man look at that yeah like i mean that's what we talk about because you, you don't get to watch it every day that, like that. that turkey didn't know anybody was in the world he knew there was him and some hens and he was doing his spring thing and it was magical mm-hmm. special to watch uh but finally, I, I said... I, the thought did cross my mind. I wish I had a 10-gauge with number nines right now. <laughs> you Boom! Can, you can't ever shake that thought, but you can, you know, come into some mindset of let's just enjoy this for a little bit. <laughs> but all that went out of my head when the hen started answering and me and her started going back and forth a little bit. And like That's when he started getting more fired up and then she started yelping more. And then one time he broke... yeah. Oh, we did hear a turkey. Yeah, a turkey drum behind us. One time. Yeah. 
Freaking made my chest hair stand up. I'm talking, I don't know, that turkey was in gun range. Oh, yeah. 100%. Hundred, I've ne- I mean, that's about as loud as you can hear I a drum. I was sitting right there. I was watching a turkey in the viewfinder. I mean, it was so loud. So, so loud. And I just froze, and then I could hear his footsteps. And I was thinking, I was like, he's about to make his appearance in this hunt. I thought he's either about to come to this hen decoy or he's going to start walking towards that strutting gobbler. But he didn't. The only thing I could think is he left the road and started walking to the hen that was yelping. That's yeah, the only I thing I could think. No idea. Because we never did see him. Never heard him drum again, never saw him again, or didn't see him at all. Yeah. Um, so that starts happening. The hen starts yelping more, and then one time the gobbler we're looking at, he breaks out a strut, and this time when he breaks out a strut, it becomes very, like, like okay, he's coming. Yeah. Like, he's he's coming now. Um, and so I start getting ready. I'm like, all right, this is happening. And it's it's funny, like, when I first see the turkey, my heart starts racing. But then after he had been there forever, I'd calmed down. But when he broke strut and started walking that second time, that heart rate sped back up. I was like, like oh, it's like about to seen him again for I, the first I time. I was like, oh, it's about to happen. You know, here, here's my window of opportunity. Um, he don't starts walking. Yeah, don't screw it up this time. Um, Jordan's on the same page as me. I'm thinking kill the turkey. The turkey's walking at us. And I'm at the point, like, me, I'm, I take everything I can get. And so I'm like, I'm going to let him get as close as he wants to get. Uh, and so he's walking, and he probably gets to about 40. I don't know. He's a little farther than that. Probably he's between 40 and 50 somewhere. Yeah. And uh, he decides he is going to exit the road, and he's going to cut in the woods and go to that hen that's yelping, is my thinking. Mm-hmm. Well, not my thinking. That's what he was doing because he was he going did. dead at her. And I see him hop up off that road, and I start going, this has got to happen now. And, George, you know, about the same time, I think about the same time Jordan says, get him i said are you on him he says yes i you know the turkey jumped on top of a log i yelp at him to pike his head up i pull the trigger and nothing happens <laughs> and then my I, I like that split second i'm like not again and so I, I remember i realized my breech wasn't shut so i pushed that thing shut and the turkey is none the wiser pull the trigger boom he does a backflip and then the celebration commences brother brother <laughs> The turkey hunting is great, brother. I've never heard Lake say that before, but he said it like 18 times today when he was holding his turkey. I feel like 18 is a little excessive. But a, I did, he said it a lot. I said it more than I've ever said it before. I've been prone to say things that I don't even like. One time, I remember one time, I think, with you, I shot a turkey in Kansas. I turned around and went, bro. And I went, I don't say bro. Yeah. And it's, who knows? Turkey hunting puts me outside my mind. Oh, I say crazy stuff, too. But, yeah, I was, brother. <laughs> I was fired up. Yeah. It was just, I mean, we talk all the time, like turkey hunting, I think part of what makes it what it is is how there's no in-between. You said that. You're either on top of a mountain or you're, there, that, you're at the factual. bottom. Like, you're either trying to figure it out or you're sitting there holding them and you done figured it out. Yeah. And so it was just like a thousand pound monkey was off my back because, you know, they had been spooking the turkey, missing the turkey and, you know. Then that happened, and it was about as pretty of a spring turkey hunt as you could ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it was just I guess in terms of what make that work hunt, made what made that hunt work is uh, one thing is just persistence. I know some folks that they have, you know, they have some mishaps. They just kind of throw in the towel at least for a little while. They're like, this, this ain't what you know. What have I been saying the whole time? Yeah, you gotta 
got mental. it. You got it's a mental. It's mental. It's all mental. You got to put all that stuff beside you and keep on trucking. It's all in your head. Uh, so that was a big part of it. Um, not giving up if you don't hear a turkey on a roost. Uh, willpower. I, willpower. <laughs> I know a lot of folks that do that though. They don't hear a turkey gobbling on a limb. They're pretty much done. Oh yeah, we go. Now, I know several people, you know, that go every day, and if they don't hear a turkey within 30 minutes of being there, they're going back to the mm-hmm. house. Not me, because I've done seen it happen too many times I where can, they don't pick up and start gobbling until later on. I can remember when I was younger, um, I was with my buddies, uh, Joseph Barnes was his name, and we killed a turkey at like 9.30-something. Yeah. And I remember thinking, man, we pulled a late one out today. <laughs> and now if someone tries to tell me to leave at 9.30, if we ain't killed a turkey yet, you I'm like, 9.30? Crazy. The morning's just getting started. Just now getting Pete Gobbler. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, staying out there, persistence. Persistence is definitely key in terms of turkey hunting. Oh, you got to have a strong mental game to have persistence. You're really selling this mental game thing hard. Anybody that listens to this, y'all, y'all try to prove me wrong on it i'm not saying it's wrong i'm just <laughs> it's just funny that you're it's like the day you was trying to tell us it was the most competitive sport in the world it is <laughs> why would you so why were you so sad after he won the other I, day? Di- I didn't say you were wrong <laughs> it was just funny how many times you said it it is very competitive it is very competitive but you know we well, was competing against another hen this morning she competing nothing she helped us she, she won yeah if, like if she'd have moved to him closer we would have never killed that turkey well as far as she keeps competing with us and she's behind us when the turkey's in front of us she can compete all day long yep i don't yeah that's fine with me um so yeah as of right now there's a lot of turkey season left and i'm uh, more than likely We'll hit some other valleys. But as it sits right now, we, we're sitting on top of the hill, feel, well, feeling pretty happy. Yep, we're finna start traveling as long as the government doesn't shut us down and yeah. banned all out-of-state travel. Yeah. So let's pray that doesn't happen. Yeah. Because I'm going to be very sad if we do. I, yeah. know, I know it's a serious situation going on with, with this the virus crime, thing, yeah. But still, you try to take away our turkey hunting, it's rough. Yes, it is. Um, so let's pray that doesn't happen. Pray it doesn't happen. I hope all of y'all that are listening back home aren't being affected by this. Yeah. Or a- a- affected, you know, everyone's affected by this to a degree. But, you know, hope none of y'all have it or yeah. are having complications or anything like that. Uh, yep. But I yep. think that's about all we got for today. Um, keep an eye out. these. Like I said, these online episodes will keep rolling out to the Truth Web Series at primos.com. Episodes every Tuesday. Podcast episodes every Monday. Uh, if you have any questions or stuff you want to add to this podcast uh, that you want us to talk about, hit us up at uh, the Primo's Facebook page or Instagram page, my Instagram page, George's Instagram page. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, and someday this upcoming week, I'm going to come out with a format of how we're going to go about this new turkey activity element of this podcast because yep. that will start on the next episode. And good luck to our Alabama and Georgia boys starting this weekend and whoever else. I think South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Y'all get them. Y'all get after them. We'll be in Alabama and you hear from us next. Yes, sir. Sure will. So thank you all for listening. Always appreciate it. And as always, thank you for listening to the Speak the Language podcast.